So I'm bringing all of this up because I want to share and I want us to encourage ourselves to be open to a new thought form about our about our elders, our ancestors, um, not just our grandparents and, and, and the people that we can see and touch here now, but our ancestors, really opening up a thought form for them so that we can connect more to ourselves and more to love. So what's a thought form, right? Basically, thoughts, thoughts are things. If you haven't heard that before, you should have heard it before, should have heard it before. But thoughts are things, you know, they are just as alive as me talking to you or me or you hearing my voice right now. You know, thoughts can be uh, great. They can be bad, negative, whatever you label you want to put on them, but they exist. And these thought forms, you know, they are they are real. You know, the way we, for example, see New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve celebrations, like that's a thought form. You know, you didn't kind of, you know, was born like, oh, OK, I know what New Year's Eve is. No, you kind of learned that in your life experience because it's just something that's done every year on December 31st. And that itself is a thought form. It's it's almost as if it's it's an understanding that the masses have agreed to and this is everything this is everything about our life our how we live our lives and you know these shared experiences and these shared mass thought forms they kind of make the world go around just thinking about it like selfies selfies if you said the word selfie in the 80s they'd be looking at you like what is that you know <laughs> selfies came from these apps and you know people used to take pictures of themselves you know it's not that's not that's not new but the act the the thought form of an action called a selfie is a new thought form and that thought form is uh, it's it's everything about what it is you know older people even know what a what a selfie is you know people are millionaires because of selfies you know what i'm saying so that's kind of what i'm talking about i'm talking about placing our elders and our ancestors in a in a in a mindset that you constantly think of it's a stream of thought that you constantly are aware of and in this thought form you know the positivity and the the love, the excitement, the stories, the just the, the the good feelings you would have from you know experiencing your grandparents, for instance, or learning about an ancestor who lived in eighteen hundreds, you know that you didn't know anything about, you know having those uh, having those come to the forefront and keeping that in your mind, I think is a very powerful thing that we we really should try to tap into. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like I just, like I said a little while ago, like I didn't really have my grandparents. I didn't have that experience of, of, of experiencing that type of love. You know, my my gra- my grandfather on my father's side passed before I was born. So I didn't get to really experience him. And my grandmother on my father's side, you know, she was pretty much really aged before I was kind of like aware of you know who and what she is to have conversations with her. She's already going through early Alzheimer's. So, you know, there's a lot of things that I didn't really get to experience as far as a grandparent, but I had, you know, friends and boyfriends and whoever else that came into my life 
that were, you know, their grandma, granddad really like, you know, took to me, you know, and it I got to have a little bit a drop of those experiences. You know, I had a friend in high school and um, she's a she's a she's a different culture than me. And but she was born in the Bronx, too. And, you know, because we went to high school, she didn't live too far. Sometimes I would just go to the house and hang out or whatever. We weren't the best of friends, but, you know, we hung out here and there. And her grand, she lived with a grandma and uh, her grandma was the sweetest person I've ever met. She was so soft spoken and just as soon as you walk into the apartment, you just felt the love like. She always had some food cooking, you know, the house was clean and you just you saw the pictures on the wall and it just made you feel so comfortable. And, you know, she would just be like, you know, giving me hugs and kisses, like, you know, just loving to see me. Oh, you need to eat. Come eat. Come eat. And you're like, no, I'm not hungry. No, eat, eat, eat. So you you have to eat, you know, just out of respect. And even if it's not much, you just eat and just having her having her as an access to what a little drop of that love would feel like you know was just like beautiful for me and I I appreciate her even if uh I never see or, sp or spoke to her after I graduated high school but she prayed for me she prayed for her, her she prayed for her granddaughter her you know my friend would tell me all the time but oh I was late because my grandma you know she had to pay for yeah, she, she had to say a prayer for me before I left the house you know and that's you know that was just what it was but if I went over there she literally would pull me to the side before we were leaving and she would pray over me and then she would pray over the both of us and you know before we left and it was like that every single time I would go to her house you know what I'm saying and you know just that kind of love and and stuff once when, even when they pass on and they, and they transition to another space and time they are they are everything you know what I'm saying like their love is everything their wisdom is everything you know, and one thing as a as a grown up, <laughs> as a grown up that I am, <laughs> I am really, truly grateful, you know, to have a quote unquote new relationship with my parents, my mother and my father. Like I'm blessed to have both of them still here with me. And I've gained so much wisdom and understanding, so much clarity and direction just from, you know, talking to them and being with them. In, in from my grown-up perspective you know what I mean like you're not the same when you're a teenager as you are when you're a, a grown-up and you're a parent yourself you know so having those conversations and that laughter and reminiscing over you know well why did you used to do this to me or you know why are you so strict over here or you know remember when you did this you know all of those moments you know I share and I, I keep very dear to me because like they say, you always respect your elders. You always respect your parents. And I've kind of was raised that way. And to be an, a grown-up, now a parent, you know, I really appreciate all of the work that they did to get me to where I am, you know. And I've learned to see them as people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think we realize that we don't really always see our parents, our aunties and grandma and grandpas as people. <laughs> you know, they have these labels and that's just who they are. But, you know, they've seen a lot in their lifetimes. You know, they've they've seen a lot of things grow. They've seen a lot of things change. They see a lot of things go to shit. 
like they've seen so many things and the evolution that I can't even imagine looking from looking from their perspective to what we live in 2019 like I would just be mind blown like like what technology like phones my phone is my computer you know <laughs> they have a lot to learn and absorb but they're not they're not new to this you know what I'm saying they've been through this this is this is nothing new you know and I would just kind of searching around just thinking about like tag like was there any technology tech uh, technological advances or anything that I don't know of that could have you know transpired or happened you know throughout history that you know we just don't know we don't get the history lessons we probably should be getting you know and that's just overall but especially in the black and african-american history we don't get a lot of that information you know, so we don't really learn that it's okay to, to, you know, to discuss the past, you know, to understand our history. And if you, if you, if you are of uh, indigenous and melanated uh, group of, you know, from that diaspora, you understand that, you know, sometimes we just don't, they don't talk, we don't talk about our pain. We don't talk about things that happen in our life. You know, you don't bring up the old, you don't bring up the dead, as they say. And, uh, we need to change that. We really need to change that. We need to change that for so many reasons because we will never be able to get where we're going if we don't know where we've been. You know, and they say there's nothing new under a sun. That's the saying that um, is a very ancient saying. And it's so true. And just like some fun facts, like I was doing some research and guess what? Like in 1675, the pocket watch was created. A pocket watch. Yeah, we may not use a pocket watch, but if you have one of them old school grandpas, he still got a pocket watch that maybe his dad gave him and his dad's dad gave him, gave to his father. So, you know, there's a lot of things that were not in existence that were created that was uh, inspired to be created. And we can call it technology because it was it's an advancement, you know, and that's all technology is, you know, and. 1902 the air conditioner was was created like can you live without air conditioning right now in the summer or like I can't I love the air condition <laughs> like, you understand the vacuum cleaner you know telescope like all these things that just were created just because you know that's just who we are as people as humans you know we, we are creative beings you know we create everything we, we create things easy easier for ourselves. We, we create music. We create things from painful experiences. Well, let me do this so someone doesn't have to go through this, or, you know, or I can know what time it is without having to, you know, rush around. You know, I can take my time. I can plan my day, you know, hence the pocket watch. You know, so we always do what we have to do in life in general, you know, and, and, you know, let's just keep it real. Life is not all roses. You know, life is, life, life can be tough. Life can be extremely challenging. There's going to be heartbreaks and, and pain and oppression, you know, just live by each and every human beings. And our ancestors, our elders, they hold the key to that because they made it. You know, they made it through. And how do we know they made it through? Because we're here. You know, we come through that lineage. So, they made it through. We made, we can make it through. You know what I'm saying? They had lives. They have stories. They have feelings. They had ideas and laughter and just good times. 
You know, they also had a lot of bad times. But that's just part of life. That's the ebb and flow of life. You know what I'm saying? And we have to learn how to be open to their stories, their lives, their feelings, their ideas. You know, we have to open up to this respect, to this acknowledgement. Because this will lead us to love. This will lead us to wisdom. This will lead us to be better for our generation. Our, our, our next generation that's coming up behind us. You know, it's a powerful system. Is Blue the Oracle. Shouts out. Hashtag Planet Remix. Sorry. <laughs> Got a little tongue tied. But Planet Remix. Hashtag Planet Remix. If you're, you know... In a space, check it out, you know, see what resonates for you, you know. But anyway, Ms. Blue always says this, like, love is the only thing that's real here. She says it all the time. Love is the only thing that's real here. And here, what does here mean? Here means inside of yourself. Here means in this reality, in this dimension. It means in our consciousness, our waking state. You know, here is right now in this existence on this planet at this time. You know, so if love is the only thing that's real, that means that it, it can never die. It's always here for us, you know. And uh, yeah, if we if we, you know, and uh, I can I can speak specifically to the black and African African-American community, the indigenous people of the world and all the lands of the world. You know, we can create a thought form to give thanks to give honor, to give appreciation, to give respect to our ancestors and our elders. And this will in turn, you know, the DNA within our within our blood and our body and our cells, it can't be activated. We can actually activate the DNA that we're here carrying, you know, because we've, you know, gone through uh, a manifestation process in which we're here you know we can activate our DNA and it can move us forward towards wisdom and connect us to our destiny it will connect us to our love and your thought forms you know it's just simply having a thought like oh you know you might see a color and you might be oh I used to have a dress just like that when I was six that my grandma made me or my grandma me and my grandma took a picture in that in that dress those simple thoughts and you just you just you feel the sensation of the love coming through your body you feel that little chill and you're just like oh you know my grandma my auntie or you know whoever is that is that elder for you you know that you was able to experience you know it's very hard as as a black person african-american person in this society because a lot of us don't have a connection to who our ancestors were. A lot of those records are um, non-existent. A lot of those records may require a lot of research that you actually have to physically go and do. And you may not have the funds to do so or no one in your family has done that type of legwork. Uh, so it's, it's pretty difficult to, um, to try to connect to the actual factual information and it's not all, it's not everyone you know just like there's not it's, it's, 
different situations for different people. You know, there's some people who have a large family and, you know, like, like my husband, like his family is large on both his mother's and his father's side. And they have records upon records upon records and history and history that goes all the way back to like the 1700s, 1600s. Like there's a lot of black people that still have that type of connection to their to their history and their ancestors. But there are a lot of us that don't. And, um, you know, some of us have a lineage of slavery. Some of us don't. You know, it's one thing that's that's um, pretty ignorant. But of course, there's we can't really call it ignorance if we just don't know that something was literally told. We were told a lie about something. But not every black person comes from a family of slaves. You know, there are black people who never had slavery in their lineage at all. You know, their ancestors may have been doctors and lawyers back in the 1500s, 1600s, like we we've been we've been sold this idea that you know we're all we're all descendants of slaves it's not true it's very much not true you know for me though i know it's true <laughs> i know it's true on my mother's side of family i can i can't confirm it on my father's side but i'm pretty sure it happened on both sides of you know my experience so you know my ancestors pain will not be in vain all the work that went into them surviving made sure that I was here. And I keep that in the forethought of my mind. When I used to be in school and I used to get tired and, you know, like, oh, weary, I couldn't understand the information, I always would think to myself, like, there was a time when black people were killed for reading, for having a book, not even reading, for having a book, for having some, a piece of paper with words on it, window, Love, I can't remember the name of that movie. Besides Color Purple was another movie that I'm thinking of where, you know, they were being taught how to read and they had words on a piece of paper and, you know, it got found and, you know, their life was taken from them because of that. So I always had a, a, a supreme idea of education for a lot of reasons. And that's one of the reasons because I recognize and I understand that Although this should not just be a privilege, it should be a right to be educated. I know that there's been blood shed for the, for the cause of wanting to be educated. Y'all feel me? It's deep. It's very deep. And I don't know if you guys have heard this term called uh, collective consciousness. Collective consciousness. Just to give you an example, a real quick um, understanding of it. There's this, uh, there was this experiment that was done, uh, I think it was in the 50s, the 1950s, and um, it's called the 100 Monkey Principle. And this principle was based on an experiment that was done uh, with some monkeys, um, I believe it was in Japan, some islands off Japan. And they had, you know, a set of monkeys on this island, and they were feeding them sweet potatoes. So they're just tossing the sweet potatoes to them, you know. So, you know, they're eating the sweet potatoes, enjoying the sweet potatoes. And out of the blue, one of the monkeys goes to the water and washes off the sweet potato. Because remember, they're throwing them at them. So they're on an island that's full of sand. They're just eating it away. But this one monkey just somehow thought to put it in some, some salt water and wash it off. 
so he does this and then you know just through observation repetition you know the other monkeys kind of follow along right so they are washing off their sweet potatoes so they can enjoy them and they taste much better because it's not full of sand so what happened was is that this group of monkeys you know over time were you know doing this act you know basically washing their their potatoes and another set of monkeys that weren't anywhere near that uh, location of those monkeys they just started washing their sweet potatoes as well none of the monkeys that started doing that were part of the other group but the other group started doing it as well so this theory is more or less like uh, the hundredth monkey the 101 monkey was the reason why the other monkeys that were not even on the island or not even near them can't you know started having the same exact practice so you know this this basically this critical number and a hundred is not the absolute number but a hundred it was more or less like the, the conceptual number used for this experiment so this 100th place, this 101 monkey, this learned behavior, you know, is spread across the water. So how could it do that to nearby islands? Like, how could it do that? So the conclusion was, is that there's a, there's a, it's a thought form, quote unquote, that they call collective consciousness. So basically, once it reaches a, a critical mass of, 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 uh, I want to call it a thought. I want to call it, you know, an um, uh, an activity or a thing. It takes on its own life form, and therefore, it's accessible to everyone else. So it's like a shared belief, a shared idea, um, moral attitudes, knowledge. You know, this collective consciousness is what we live in. You know, this is kind of, you know, a beautiful thing that has been uh, turned into other stuff. You know. Uh, white supremacy other things like that that have corrupted us and um, so this this collective consciousness is is real you know so if enough people start doing something then it just kind of just becomes something that other people do like I said about the selfie you know just one person starts doing it and then there's a few people do it and then it grows into a few more people and people overseas and then some people and then all of a sudden everybody's doing it it just becomes a natural thing you know the first thing you want to do when you get a new phone is check to see what the pixels are on the phone because you want to make sure your selfies is tight you know and 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 this is what we're talking about with the collective consciousness so having our ancestors be that place in our minds having them as our thought form is another thing that we can use to elevate ourselves you know if enough of us hold our ancestors and our elders in this high esteem maybe we can assist each other grow out of the mindlessness of being selfish me 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 my 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 you know we can get back to the true essence of community and love you know but we can't let their lives die you know their positions in our lives die the love that they had die the reason why they were living die you understand Kendrick Lamar said it best when he said, I got power, I got poison, uh, I got power, I got poison, pain and joy inside my DNA. We have everything wrapped inside of us. 
and I know you've heard this before. Everything you need or want is is is, is within you. You know, if you've been to church, you've heard that. And that's what they're talking about. They're talking about the DNA. You know, the 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 construction, the structure of life. You know, this this is where your your eye color comes from, the type of hair you have, the color of your skin, you know, the things that your ancestors lived. It's transferred into your DNA. Because we're all human, you know, we have this human uh, we can call it a vehicle, you know, this human form that's housing our soul, you know, our spirit. This is this is who we are, you know what I'm saying? And we have to respect those that came before us. We have to respect those that came before us. Because a, a way was made for you to be here. A way was truly made for you to be here. You have to think about it. Think about it like this. How much had to happen for you to be here? All the little things that had to happen for you to be here. My parents met in New York and my father used to drive cabs. So my mother and her friends, you know, they hang out, they do their little regular weekend thing back in the day. And the one time they got a cab, it was my dad, right? So handsome black man, you know, driving them, you know, entertaining the ladies, making sure they got the music they want, making sure, you know, he's taking their time, he's getting them safely, getting them there safely, you know. So he's checking out my mom and, you know, her friends is just like, oh, how we do now? Like, girl, he looking at you, girl, he look like he wants you, you know, all that kind of stuff. And that's how they met. But think about all the things that had to happen for them to even meet. My father had to become a cab driver in order for them to meet. He had to have a running car for them to meet, you know. It had to be that day, that event, that uh, party that my mother and her friends were going to in order for them to call the cab, in order for them to, to even meet, you know. And that's just, you know, I'm being, you know, funny, but I'm being truthful. Like, just think about it. Think about how much had to happen, had to go into creating you being here. You know, the same way you look at, I look at my my life now and I'm like, with everything that I went through with my boyfriend who turned into my husband, you know, gave way to me having, us having our child. So things had to happen. I had to be with him. I had to go through the things that we went through to make it to be together in order for things to happen, for her to be here. So here she is. And it's like, voila. But no, a lot of things had to happen for things to manifest themselves and you know we have to start to to make this our awareness you know what i'm saying if all lives matter they don't want to say black lives matter so we're gonna say all lives matter right so we're gonna say that right now and we're gonna say that but we're gonna say if my life matters if your life matters if all lives matter then all stories matter don't let the silencing of your story give you the excuse to ignore what others have been through to get you to this moment. You woke up this morning. You're breathing. You're healthy. You can walk. You can take a shower. You know, we have to start teaching our children to have an appreciation for where they've come from, who they who they've come from. But we have to start with ourselves. We have to start learning and practicing this for ourselves so we can pass it on. So I would encourage everyone to, you know, to, you know, talk to your elders and your family, talk to your parents, talk to your grandparents, your great grandparents, if they're still with us, you know, 
Ask them questions. You know, find out about their life. You know, smile at them. When you see someone, an uh, older person passing by, give them a smile. Say, hi, you know, have a great day. Hi, you know, you okay? You need help or anything. You know, go visit them. Go visit your grandparents, your great-grandparents you ain't seen in 10 years. Go make a trip and do that. You know, call them. Find out, you know, what they're up to, what they like, what they didn't like, what they, who they were when they were, you know, 15. And, you know, ask them questions. Really engage them. Let's stop leaving them to the side and tossing them to the side like they don't matter. You know, teach them how to FaceTime and <laughs> Skype, you know, they don't know technology. I love that commercial where I don't know if it was a grandmother or a neighbor. I wasn't really sure the way they, you know, the way it came out. But then the family moved away and then they sent her uh, an Alexa, um, one Google. I don't know if it was Google or Alexa. And, you know, it was like, hi, hi, grandma or whatever. And she was just so shocked. And, you know, I just thought that was the sweetest commercial because I'm just like, wow, like, we need to actually do that, you know. When you visit them, you know, show them how to use FaceTime or Skype, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Let them be a part of life now, you know. And you do that, they will share with you. They'll open up to you, you know. We'll raise them up through our thoughts and through our actions with them if they're still here. If they're no longer here, then speak their names, you know. Put a picture up, you know. Tell your kids and, your, and the young family members and your family about them, you know. Tell them as much as you, as you can, as much as possible. You know, if you don't know, do some research, call some family members, you know. Let's just not forget where we've come from. And not just where, but who we come from. They're people. They were human. They were family members. They were, you know, regular, everyday humans getting through life just like you are right now. But the difference is, is they've already lived life. So now you're here because of what they live. So let's start appreciating our elders and our ancestors. Let's raise them up in our thoughts, you know, and let's work to transform ourselves by honoring them. You know, really passing on the love just in our thoughts. We can just start there. If you can, if you can see, feel or, or understand what I'm saying and just think about them, you know, hopefully it'll lead you to, you know, where we can actually like connect with their wisdom and their love all right well i just wanted to you know drop that on y'all man like just let's just uh let's just keep moving forward let's keep living life let's keep loving life let's do our best to be better and you know be great be absolutely great and let's not forget where we come from and let's love our ancestors and love our elders. Call your mom, call your dad, call your aunties, call your grandma, your great-grandma, and say hi. I love you. Thank you. Thank you for getting me here. Okay? So this has been Mike Check, Melanin Magic. I hope this message resonated with you. I hope you connected to it. You know, and um, I wish you all the best. Stay positive. Stay well. Stay smiling, stay happy, and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. All right, don't forget to hit me up. My email, contact my check at Gmail, Twitter, Instagram at MC Melanin Magic. This has been Nisha. Peace.
Mic check, mic check. Welcome, welcome to Mic Check Melanin Magic. I am Nisha. I'm your host. I'm here. How's everyone doing? I'm back again for another episode. Uh, yeah, man. How's everyone? Welcome to uh, this platform uh, here with myself just thinking and vibing and just want to share and pass on information to you guys. Uh, just really want to, you know, have some conversation, you know, hopefully, you know, this finds you well, that um, you're healthy and happy and you're you just, you're here vibing with me. So, hey, what could be better than that? <laughs> so hope you guys are well. And I just want you guys to remember, to, you know, please reach out, you know, send an email uh, to contact my check at gmail.com. You can check me out on uh, the other platforms of Instagram and Twitter at MC Melanin Magic. Uh, also, uh, I'm on YouTube, so just do a search for Mike Check Melanin Magic and I should come right up. <laughs> so what we're going to be talking about today, just kind of vibing out, is about our elders, as you can tell from the title. But elders, yeah. So question for you, you know. When I say that word, when I say an elder or the elders, what comes to your mind? Like, just take a moment and think about that. Like, what comes to your mind when I say an elder? I know for me, the first thing, the first word that comes up is wisdom. You know, wisdom is accumulated through life experiences, you know, through the culmination of living, learning, and growing, you know. So when I think about our elders, or another term we use affectionately calling for our ancestors, you know, I, I, I really only think of wisdom. I, that's wisdom and love are the main two things that I think of when I think of our elders. And if you have grandparents, if you're blessed to have grandparents or great-grandparents who are still with us, or you've had time to connect with them throughout your life and they're no longer with us, you know, you're really blessed to have had that type of example of an elder in your in your life. And uh, I just want to build on that because I, I think that we don't give our elders enough credit. We don't give our ancestors any credit, you know, and now it's time to, you know, give credit where credit is due. You know, they are... They are calling out for us because whether you believe this or not, I truly believe that nothing ever dies, that energy is truly transformed and the energy of our spirits, our souls, you know, once once we leave this physical body, I still believe they're around. I still believe that we can access that love and that wisdom, you know. Um, and even if you don't have children, but just think about this, if you if you have children, but if you don't have children, you know, in your family, all the young people in your family, have you ever wondered why your parents are not the same with their grandchildren as they were with you? <laughs> it's almost like they just become these new people who are just full of love and no discipline and fun, fun, fun. You know, just grandparent world, you know, if if your child or children in your family are blessed to have that experience, like it's so golden. It's it's the bomb to actually see 
uh, grandparents with their children, even when they're little, when they're when they get bigger, like it doesn't even matter. Like that love just shines and is just there. You know what I'm saying? So our grandparents, great grandparents, they're example of our elders. You know, our ancestors. You know, with a small difference of definition, uh, really a simple definition is just people who lived before us. Um, they are uh, our lineage. You know, from our parents, our parents' parents, our parents' parents' parents, our great 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 grandparents, and on and on and on, throughout the you know our, our family tree, for instance, just displays the the long line in which you were in which you were created from, born from. Um, it really feels like you know when 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 your when your parents and you have children and your parents become grandparents. It's almost like they get a promotion. They get an honorable promotion. You know, they kind of evolve into this this new space, this upgrade. You know, like there's nothing like it. I haven't experienced it myself, but I've seen it. My parents are completely different with my child as they as they were as they they were not with me. They they just are not the same people. I just be looking with amazement, like, who are you? Where did you come from? <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> Why weren't you not here before? And it's 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 such a beautiful thing to witness. And uh, yeah, it's 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 a powerful powerful change, a powerful change in life for us, for you to get older, for us to get wiser. And I don't think there's any. Uh, bull with that I really feel like the older we get the wiser we get the better we are you know some people don't like to get older but hey what you gonna do about it you can't fight nature you know and when these when these grandparents see their grandchildren you know from their perspective I, I, I truly believe that they see new life you know they see a new beginning you know based on their individual experiences and their lessons that they've learned, things that they created, things that they destroyed. You know, it's like watching uh, a manifestation of life and you get a new chance to, you know, pass on something that maybe you didn't have or that you want to just share because you understand that, you know, I can't, like, you're just in shock, like in awe, like, wow, like I'm a grandparent, you know, I'm an elder now, you know, when you, when you get older, you know, society wants to demonize that, you know, from beauty, you know, it's all about the physical, but what about all the juice, all the stuff that makes you who you are, all your life experiences, everything that makes you this elder, you know, why don't we celebrate that? You know, why can't we find a connection with that information, you know? And that's the reason why, you know, I just want to kind of bring this up, you know, and really, you know, have a little conversation about it. Because uh, I think it's important for us to get to this place where, you know, we actually start to be present in life and see what's going around us, see and feel the blessings that we have been able to receive. And sometimes, you know, like me, I didn't I didn't necessarily have my grandparents, you know, in my lifespan. So I don't have that connection. However, I was able to receive it by other means, you know, and the the new life that comes through uh, seeing this seeing this physical manifestation of a new life, a new baby coming to your family 
or your children have children, you know, it's it kind of confirms that nothing happens by accident. Nothing happens for just no reason. So even though you may have been born in the in the 40s or whatever, and you lived through the 60s, like you saw a lot of trauma, you, you lived a lot of happy times and freedom and and all these things that happened in your life, like all your experiences, all your choices, they all mean something. You know, all your blessings, all of all of your all, all of your regrets, all of your fuck ups, you know, everything makes you who you are, you know, and a wise elder really, truly understands that they love it. They live it. You know what I'm saying? And they've accepted themselves. You know, your grandma, you're not going to really see too many loving grandmas who are just sad all the time. Like they find something to be happy about. Because they know they woke up this morning. And that's the type of of love and wisdom we need to kind of have, you know, with our own individual selves. But, you know, having some respect for our grandparents, our elders, our ancestors, you know, I really think it's important. You know what I'm saying? And so...